The computer revolution is the biggest thing to hit this country in decades. You kids are the world of tomorrow. When I was younger, I loved computers, but the people I knew just thought I was a weirdo. Ha ha! Look at me now! <laughs> anyway. Look at me now, running a soon-to-be-defunct store in the mall. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, once Best my... Buy got in on the computer game, everyone else, all the mom and pop computer shops were closed. Like, I'm going uh, to own this Babbage's forever. <laughs> like Babbage's. Uh, computer capers in the mall. Just me and my one 16-year-old boy employee. <laughs> okay, well... Hello and welcome to another episode of Are You There Pod. It's me, Jessica. It's me, Josh. And Josh, what do we do on this podcast? We study ways in which men can figure out ways to worm their way into women's safe spaces mm. and take mm-hmm. them over by gaslighting them. Mm. This sounds now. This I'm into. Yeah. <laughs> and so, what what book did we read tonight where some men tried to do that? Uh, this is called Taurus Trouble. Taurus, Taurus. I I don't know mm-hmm. anything about the zodiac, so it's Taurus trouble. Don't know it's, how to pronounce it. <laughs> it's number, <laughs> it's number three in the Zodiac Club series. Hello, yeah. Uh, no, written how by would it. I not know the Zodiac Club? There's so many Netflix series, and kids have it on their their lunch boxes and the backpacks. Yeah, how can you forget the Zodiac Club? The, One of the most popular young adult series ever. The David Fincher movie. Right, exactly. <laughs> I assume that's related. I had mm-hmm. a lunchbox with Jake Gyllenhaal on it. And why would you be doing Taurus Trouble in early June? Yeah, I know it's Gemini season, but listen, we had an emergency episode with Crystal because she was in town, so skipped over it then. And then, I don't want to point fingers, but someone was a little busy and forgot to read, so we had to postpone another. It was me. (laughs) (laughs) As usual. Good job. And Jess recently had a birthday. Yeah, so I chose this because I thought we would actually do it during Taurus season. But whatever, you know, it's all bullshit anyway. Doesn't work out as you plan sometimes, you know. So, yeah. and also to me, every day is tourist season because we're the best. Yeah, for these self-centered uh, bull people, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it's tourist season year-round. Mm-hmm. That's a real tourist trait. Well, let's talk about all the great tourists we know. Okay, I know you. Uh, There's me, um, uh, Taylor, on Taylor, your podcast. Taylor's yeah. always posting about it. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh, Stevie Wonder, who I share a birthday with. Uh, Stephen Colbert, who I also share a birthday with. We need to get some better ones in here. Robert Pattinson. He okay. also was born on the same day as me. Okay. Okay. Uh, Kid uh, Harvey born? Keitel. What is Kid Rock's sign? Oh, I don't know. Blake, look up Kid Rock's sign. Oh, my God. Okay, I'll look that up while you keep uh, Josh Homme from uh, Queens of the Stone Age. Killer Mike. He's a Taurus. Born on 420. Is that insane? Insane. <laughs> I mean, yeah. What, <laughs> that might have been a bit self-fulfilling yeah. prophecy. You know? <laughs> like, <laughs> um, Kid Rock is January 17th. Oh, That's my birthday, God. baby. <laughs> Seven, oh, yeah, shit. I share it with Kid Rock. And what? <laughs> is that why you made us look it up? No, oh I forgot God, that. until. <laughs> oh, That's, shit. Yeah. He set me up for that for sure. What sign is that? Capricorn. Capricorn. Right? You yeah. dorks. That's the oh, no. I only know my own sign, Blake. I don't know any of the other yeah. ones. No, I don't know others. Yeah, I know hers. 
So a series of books. We forgot Trent Reznor, the best Taurus. But... Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't say like you're the one. I was saving the best okay. for last. Also, um, I don't want to admit who I share my birthday with, but I also share my birthday with Lena Dunham. I thought you said Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh, I do share my birthday with a mass killer. Uh, Klebold, uh, Harris. Uh, Jim Jones. Oh, God. Jonestown. My favorite Taurus. <laughs> <laughs> That's some real Taurus trouble, I will say. That's Once they that start passing big. around the flavor aid, uh, mm-hmm. it's not <laughs> big good. Big Taurus energy yeah. Um, yeah. doing that kind of thing. Jessica, yeah. would you ever start a, a, well, I'll call it a cult, I guess, and lead them to mass suicide? Am I charismatic enough to do that? You tell me. Let's, I don't think I'm charismatic enough. I think you could. I think you could. Did Look. I kill a? Did I kill a representative? <laughs> exactly. Look, <laughs> I mean, he did a lot. There were a lot of mistakes once, that led up to that. Once Are You There Pod gets to uh, two hundred mm-hmm. patrons, we will all go and live in somewhere. Where do they live in Africa? Uh, was it Guyana? Yeah, that sounds right. So. Yeah, um, uh, we will all go live there and and make our own village, and it will be paradise. It'll on be Earth. called. Horse town. The yeah, the, <laughs> that's that's pretty good. Uh huh. It's a utopia, just like what our friend Jim tried to do. And he he almost got there. Almost. Just halfway there. He only so made close. one one slip up, but other than that, they were great. Yeah. So I will say, once you're buying the poison to put in the flavor aid, once once you're buying it, you've gone too far. Like, didn't they have didn't they have practice sessions too? Yeah, like, I where they, they drank regular Kool Aid. No, like he would practice. Like he instilled like this paranoia and fear in his followers. I and mean, you have to if you're gonna. Yes. Get, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yes, and so I think they would practice like emergency, like mass suicide. It's just really horrible and sad. Sorry. Yeah. Let's 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 get back why to this on, wacky book. Why, yeah. Yeah. What a topic. Yeah, so um, this series, I could not find anything about the author. Is there even, there's not even an about the author in the back of the book? Mysterious. Who's the author? No. Nope. J. Nichols. There's not. Nothing comes up. All that's in the if back you... of my book is um, a library card from mm-hmm. 1990. How often was that book checked out? It was checked out one, two, three, four, five. Seven times between August 3rd, 1990, and mm-hmm. when it was discarded in 1997, due to lack of interest. Aww. Is that what it says? No, but it, it was checked out. Yeah. It, it, there were two-year gaps between some of these checkouts. Oh, okay. Guarantee you that was only checked out by Tauruses. <laughs> like, no <Right>. one <laughs> else had any interest in that book. Uh, yeah. So, there are 13 books in the series, because the first one is called The Stars Unite. <laughs> I... It's the Justice League. I actually thought that was the last one um, because it made sense to me that they would do all these, like the 12 signs. And at the end, the 12 signs would unite, right? That's why it's like a Justice League. The first one is called The Stars Unite. And I also looked it up to see if I should buy it or not uh, before I read this book. And it's like $80 if you can find a copy of it. So if you have it, sell it. Uh, Can I say there are too many characters in this book? Uh, yeah, it's one of the longest character lists I've had to write down. Did and their then pictures I also wrote help down... you? Because they got the mm-hmm. little picture page? Well, I also wrote down their signs next to them, if I could you, catch she it. She did their astrology charts? No, their I didn't do that, charts. but I did write down their signs. For one person, I just wrote Jessica Holly. I wrote Leo, then I scratched it out, because, and then I wrote Virgo, because apparently I got the wrong sign at first. And then I just wrote Horny. <laughs> yeah, so... no, that, those are the kind of notes I was taking. Boy, crazy. 
She was really horny, though. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's a Virgo trait or not. To me, that would seem like a Scorpio trait, because I think Scorpios Mm -hmm. are like the horn dogs of the Zodiac. That tracks. Yeah, it does. That's me, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. Okay. Uh, Oh, do you want me to read some of the titles in the series? Of what? Um, Well, anyway, they were published between 84 and 85. So all of these were done within like a year to two years. Um, Aries Rising, Libra's Dilemma, which tracks because... Libra's Rising. That first one, it's a terrible title. Yeah. 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 What is the Aries Rising? I don't know. Aries Rising, yeah. Libra's Dilemma, Libras are indecisive. That works. Gemini Solo kind of plays on the fact that they're twins. It's the twin sign. So Gemini Uh, Solo. Okay. Get it? Okay, so I guess Virgo is horny because the Virgo book is called Virgo's Love Scheme. <laughs> wow. The Virgo Scheme. Virgo Orgy. Uh-huh. That's the name of this one. <laughs> then there's Sagittarius, Sorry. Sagittarius Serving, which the cover of it, I think, was a girl holding a tennis racket. Is it the, so, the, the, There's some tennis in this one, too. Yeah. Sagittarius is supposed to be the sporty sign. And that's also my other sign, so... I would say you lean more I'm towards very... the Scorpio side. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll be honest. I'm not that sporty. <laughs> uh, Leo on the loose. Because, uh, you know, Leos are lions. Get it? Cancer the moon child. <laughs> Terrible title. They, yeah. They couldn't yeah. come up with something for a crab. So they're like, <laughs> I don't fucking know. Moon child. Scorpio's class act. Okay. I don't know if I care for that. Aquarius ahoy. No, that's dumb. <laughs> no, I like that one. That's so stupid. <laughs> okay, Pisces times two. That should be Gemini. That should be called Pisces and twins. <laughs> You're right. And then finally, for Josh's sign, Capricorn and Co. Capricorn and Company. Capricorn and Company is a great like, sitcom title. <laughs> you know, it really is. There should be, like, an, uh, why has Netflix not done an astrological, like, show yet that would attract zoomers the and zoomers would yeah. swarm on that much like they would run to a computer store if you just print out their uh their, their, their astrological chart yeah yeah okay well i guess we can get started i want to say that i found this book to be very confusing the transitions were horrible and i hardly ever knew what the hell was going on okay did I, anyone else i did anyone else did, yeah blake did you uh follow <laughs> <laughs> yeah i the, it was confusing the whole thing was okay okay here's a, here's here's why I think. Mm-hmm. And so it, at first I did because there's so many characters. And this sure. is what the this is the third book in a series. And it does not do the Harry Potter thing of setting nope. everything up very well. Again, like, am I supposed to know all these girls? That was my my reaction. And am I supposed yeah. to know how but Quidditch usually, is played? Maybe it hadn't been established in teen series yet at this point. But like the Babysitter's Club, you can jump in at any book mm-hmm. because they literally have like a whole chapter that's like it all started with Christie's big idea. And they dive into it. And there's, uh, but this and there's four no. girls rather than seven coming too into this. Too many girls. It, there's seven. Too many. And we're adding new characters. God. Yes. This book is uh, and, that. That's actually what helped me more is when the the new characters came in. Yes, but at first I was so confused when I read it because it starts with is Kathy our heroine? Yes. Yeah. Kathy Rosen, the Leo. So. She just got an internship working at the Collingwood Chronicle, which is the local uh, paper, and her goal is to be a stringer reporter. She's kind of a like the overachiever good student, not yeah. not yeah. the most overachiever. She'll run into her later. Yeah, <laughs> who that girl is? 
a Taurus. It's it's a pair so. of Reese Witherspoons in election is what we've got. Here. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So uh, my fantasy. But she's worried because the <laughs> my fantasy only... is Reese Witherspoon in fear. <laughs> well, no, it's if Tracy Flick met Reese Witherspoon in fear. Nicole. That... What about what about uh, Matthew Broderick's character in election doing this in the hallway? <laughs> And then he and then he says Tracy did it. And then, okay, spoilers for fear. And then he carves something into his chest. <laughs> okay. So anyway, uh, Kathy says Tracy for it's forever. A cupcake. Sorry. It's a, sorry. Okay. So Kathy is uh, worried because the other two interns that were hired are rich kids from Collingwood Academy, which is a private school. That sounds um, snooty. Yeah, and she's afraid that they will beat her to. All the good stories? I don't Yeah, yeah. Know. All the scoops. Just, yeah. She's going to lose out on the scoops, man. So they go to uh, Kathy and a couple friends and her boyfriend, Will. Will. He's a Taurus. He's a Taurus. They go to the diner to celebrate. And this is when they start, the guys start making fun of the girls about astrology because these girls. That's what guys oh, do. Oh, I forgot to mention. They're in an astrology club. The Zodiac uh, okay. Club. So, Jessica... Mm-hmm. What I, it's for all girls. What I think is going to happen in the subsequent books is they're going to keep adding more characters to their club. Is that mm-hmm. right? Based upon signs would be my guess. Yes, right? because they're like, we don't have a Taurus yet. You know, like, yeah. so they need <laughs> they need to collect them all. So it eventually That's way too many there's characters. going to be 12 girls that are going to alternate. Yeah. Plus their boyfriends and their signs. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, so much going on. Anyway, uh... I'm trying to figure out who this character is. Okay, this is a cancer. His name is Jen. He's Elizabeth's boyfriend. And Elizabeth is a Pisces. Oh, God. That's the only description I have of her, by the way, is Elizabeth Pisces. All you need. Can I say, for the most part, there's only four main characters that matter, and then maybe two other girls that matter, right? So there's Kathy. There's there's Rose and the Chow, which they call themselves a couple times. Um, Uh Yeah, it's Kathy, Jennifer. Charlie. No, wait, not Will Charlie. I'm sorry. And Denny. Danny. 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 Yeah. Yes. Yes. They, That's basically. And it. then and then uh Jessica, who is uh a bit too horny for her own good. <laughs> I mean that's a typical Jessica trait. Yeah. So, yep. yep. Uh at so one, anyway. At, at the very beginning, they're talking and uh they're talking about like going to college and stuff, and they said someone says, Jessica, you'll go to any college that has boys. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's true. tracks. Yeah, they yeah. will. Drury um, University, there are boys there. Baptist mm-hmm. Bible MSU? College, boys. Put me in any of them. Are, are there boys at KU? There are it's boys. Co- I, it, it's okay. co-ed, I heard. Okay, good, good, yeah. good. She's uh, going to end up at uh, Sarah Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> the only scholarship she gets is to Sarah Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, anyway, um, this begins the long tradition of men condescending to women about to these young girls about their love of astrology. Because Jim is like, Elizabeth drives me crazy with all that horoscope talk. It takes the romance out of things. How does it take the romance out of things? And well, Elizabeth just says, it takes the guesswork out. She's practical. Okay, I mean, well, here's what I will say. I side with the bad boys here because I don't want to know if I'm compatible with someone or not. I want to fuck it up on my own. I want to yeah. find okay. my own stuff. That, <laughs> look, I'm, I'm going to ruin it. I don't need to know if the stars are doing it. Or if I'm doing it. But just let me let have a fun surprise of how I screw this up. Okay. Yeah, it's all part of the game. Yeah. Just yeah. let it fail naturally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. As far as I know, Cap- in my experience anyway, Capricorns, 
we are uh, compatible with no one. That's what they say, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll look this up for I, you and I tell you. I know nothing about this. I, I feel like you're compatible with someone. <laughs> I mean, wasn't Bowie a Capricorn? Why? I This isn't call it common knowledge. I don't but know. I'm just saying, he got married to Iman late in life. Okay. And, and, and I will say, Kid Rock... The love of his life. Kid Rock did... Um, did he find love? He did in a hotel room with a groupie next to Scott Stapp who was also having mm. sex with a groupie in that sex tape. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, David, David Bowie's January 8th. That's Capricorn, Capricorn right? Yeah. So what, what is Iman? What's her sign? I got to know who Josh is compatible with. It's important. Just compatible with Iman. <laughs> well, better get on it. Uh, Iman, July 25th. That might be the beginning of Leo. Buddy, you might need it's some. Le- it is Leo. You might get some. You need a lioness. You need like um, my, <laughs> my mom. <laughs> my mom's a Leo. Okay, sorry. All right. So anyway, we found out that Kathy is working on a horoscope program. Uh, I don't know why. She's just obsessed with this horoscope program that she's making that will well, they're, basically they're in the Zodiac create... Club. They better be obsessed with. Yeah, yeah. So it's going to create like a, uh, you know, like everyone's astrological charts and stuff like that. Um, and later on, her boyfriend comes a visitor, and she tells him that she got a job, and he did. He did too, and he got a new job at Computer Capers in the mall. And he teases her with info about something called the Starscope program, which is a horoscope program program with birthday and personality traits. And it's going to be and, faster. Yeah, yeah. And so Kathy agrees to visit on the weekend to play with the program. So to congratulate her on her job, he also kisses her hair and says, "I just got an urge to kiss hair." <laughs> what? <laughs> that, that's a real. I heard that here kiss his head and then said i had an uncontrollable urge to kiss hair what a weird thing that's sick shit (laughs) that's worse than feet and he also (laughs) says taurus wait no she says taurus teases leo that's a weird way to talk i kept messaging emily because i was like do i tease you oh my god because she's a leo (laughs) anyway so we got to the weekend it is jess and kathy at the mall jessica remember is the horny virgo um, so of course she wants to be at the mall. Yeah, and here's what—that's where uh, here's a, sweaty boys are coming out of yep. uh, Gadzooks. They're they're playing with uh, fart cushions and Spencers. <laughs> they're falling out of Aladdin's castle. Yeah, <laughs> and this is what just—they're they're spraying the tons of free samples of perfume on their hands and laughing about it. <laughs> Was that something you did? That's something all boys do. Uh, <laughs> I, I didn't do that. That shit gave me headaches. Like I couldn't do it. Look, we just liked wasting resources. That was a, that was a very punk punk rock thing uh-huh. to do was to waste. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <you> know? Totally. <laughs> so uh Jess's observation at the mall, she's walking around, she says, Same old crowd. Isn't there one red blooded male left who likes girls better than machines? Because <laughs> <laughs> all, all the boys are blood. in the arcade, yeah. I yeah. feel attacked as a gamer. Yeah. She says, this town needs new blood, or at least a transfusion. <laughs> so they meet, um, <laughs> they make their way to computer. Well, they're about to meet a new man. <laughs> yeah. Who I may mean, or may not are. be a His creep. Harlan Skegland. He is Will's boss at Computer Capers. And whenever they meet him, he's like, oh, uh, you're Will's friends, the ones hung up on the Zodiac. And Kathy's like, hey, we're not hung up on it. We simply have a serious approach to astrology. 
So this is when he does his computer revolution speech, talking about how successful he is, blah, blah, blah. Okay, and- can I can I quick say something? That th- I, I want to talk about Harlan for yeah. a second. Yeah, go on. So when they first come in the store, they're just talking to Will, and he's like, he's just new at this job. So he's, what, 16, I think? Yeah, 15, probably. 16. He is, I hear you, Oscar, shut up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Never stops. Um, they're, all the girls come in the store. And he's just trying to do his job, and I I feel like he feels uncomfortable. And they they say, "What are you worried about your boss? Unless this man's your boss." And he says, "I am his boss." <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you think Harlan looks like? They don't really describe him, do they? Comic book guy from Simpsons. Okay, okay. Ponytail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, overweight. Total. Slum. Maybe I don't. Well, or just like a stereotypical nerd nerd, you know, like. The, like the, the Saved by the Bell type nerds? No, the the guy, pocket nerds. protectors? The, the, uh, also on The Simpsons. Uh, what's the guy like that Homer Simpson like? Oh, Professor Frank? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The nerds when he goes to college, yeah. Yeah, that's who I oh, think. Oh, yeah. But okay, yeah. The owner also says, when they're talking about astrology, he says, what about you, Red, to uh, one of these 16-year-old girls? You can't call a 16-year-old girl Red. You could call her Carrot Top, maybe. Right, yeah, it you have to be, be conscious. Nice. Yeah, if you want to neg the 16-year-old girls. <laughs> right, right. And you do. Yeah. I mean, can I say something? The greatest neg ever was when Gilbert took Anne's, and this is Anne of Green Gables, he made fun of her hair and her freckles constantly, dipped her hair, didn't he dip her hair in like an, oh no, wait, maybe I'm in confusing it well, with Laura Ingalls Wilder. Pushed her in the her pigtail. He just right teased her about ink. her hair and her freckles, but he... You know what? It worked because they got married and had like a million kids. So their stars the probably aligned. Probably, yeah. I didn't. I think I got confused a little bit with Lauren Hill's Wilder. I can't. Remember. Did he dip her hair in ink? They're or basically it... the same character. Look, they were in frilly dresses. They were on prairies. No, one They're was running Canadian. Through the, the True. One was on a beautiful Canadian island. The other lived in the wilds of Kansas. You're thinking of Wisconsin. Heidi, Heidi, and Grandpa out there in Switzerland. Okay, <laughs> okay. I'm getting everyone confused. Anyway, uh, whenever they're talking about the Starscope program, Harlan interjects with his stupid-ass opinion, and he (laughs) says, no two people know if they're right for each other. They have to get together and try to work things out. It's not math. Things don't always add up. Facts are facts, not people. That's why I like mechanical things. There are only two ways they work, the right way and the wrong way. A computer isn't meant for stupid guessing games. Am I right, Will? And Will's like... If the girls like horoscopes, there's no harm in computerizing it. But what mm. what what the girls would be saying is that we have found a mathematical equation for love. He should like that. Yes, like, that's all it is. He should be seeing it as a mechanical thing that we're adding. This sign plus this sign equals love. This sign plus this <laughs> sign equals chaos. Like yes, this is going in a real family matters Steve Urkel way really fast. <laughs> Also, he's going to be very sad when he sees what happens with computers in the future and how basically Wait till we're he all sees just BuzzFeed quizzes. Tender. Like. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. He's not going to he's not going to handle the future. Well, he's not going to like swiping. He's not okay? going to like that. Girls are sitting there trying to figure out what kind of pizza they are on BuzzFeed. He will like taking his camera out and making front facing videos in his car and posting them yes. onto Facebook saying exactly what he thinks about these uh these young people and their these snowflakes and these zoomers stuff the videos that get the peak the FBI's interest <laughs> regularly he keeps referring to TikTok as Tic Tac 
<laughs> that kind of guy. <laughs> yeah. So they the girls start printing out their star scopes, and customers in computer capers overhear them reading their star scopes to each other, and they demand their own. And people just come running. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they just want to know. And Harlan says, put Starscope away before I become a free horoscope service. And Jessica's like, I can't believe all these people are so excited about their horoscopes. They're adults. Yeah, even adults <laughs> are here. Yeah. Oh, shit. That needs to be plastered on it. That, need, that needs a meme. <sighs> that is so good. Um, so Kathy has a an idea, and she thinks that they should start using the horoscopes from Starscope to promote computer capers and that the zodiac club will volunteer to help and so like some of the things she suggests are like we could feature like oh sorry this is a very sweaty idea for drumming up business yeah like so how is this going to sell computers i don't know i guess it brings people in the store and then people are like yeah i'll drop a thousand bucks on an (laughs) apple i don't see how you go from apple oh thanks for telling me my star sign uh yeah i'll go ahead and Take a Macintosh. In- <laughs> it's like it's like when there's one video game like Mario Brothers that is on its own merit is is popular enough to sell a console. Like so Animal they- Crossing was. I almost yes. purchased. I almost purchased one of those right. during the, like Josh at the start of how the hilarious. Literally, I bought a Switch Lite so I could play Animal yeah. Crossing and have my own island. It's the only game she's ever played. It is the only game I've ever played, and I haven't touched that stupid thing in like three months. I well, my oh, villagers well, have probably deserted than- me. It was one of those things where we were all cooped up, and I was like, this, this will give me something to do. I would have played it for two weeks and then mm-hmm. never touched it again. So yeah. instead, I just watched Tiger King like everyone else. And uh... it's, it's better that you got ukuleles instead of a Switch, because <laughs> those will come in more handy. Yeah. In How future. close are we to having you record your Phoebe Bridgers yeah. uh, tribute album? We're over halfway there. <laughs> Ooh, I mean, okay, buddy. we're over halfway there in subscribe, not halfway there in uh, me knowing how to play Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> well, you better get started because I want some Taylor. I want some Phoebe. Uh, Rilo Kylie? I don't know. Can you do some Olivia Rodrigo? Uh, I I will sing Eventually. it. Eventually. Yeah. Eventually. Uh, okay. Look, you, all, what anyone is going to get is Blink-182's Damn It on ukulele, and they all know it. <laughs> MXPX's Chick Magnet on ukulele. <laughs> <laughs> Can you get some Save Ferris? Uh... Just the cover of "Come On Eileen" on ukulele. Yeah, just the okay. cover of "Come On Eileen." Yeah. <laughs> no, a deep, uh, a deep, a deep cut from uh, a later Save Ferris album. Probably Pitchfork gave it ten out of ten. They yeah. did. Uh, so um, anyway, some of these ideas are like to feature one horoscope each month, or to have people come in with like the star, uh, like with the sign of of someone they're buying a gift for, and they could personalize like the scope so they would know what presents to buy for that person based on their sign and that, their age uh, that's and their not hobbies. a terrible idea actually no and small. then yeah all the stores would profit so so here's the thing how much does harlan at this point regret hiring will because he's hired this kid and now all of these girls come in and have taken over his store and they're giving him ideas and like okay we're gonna fix this for you man maybe he doesn't regret it because now he's got cute little reds hanging out at his store that is addressed later right when mm-hmm. one of them says i don't trust adults who were really into being friends with kids i th- I don't oh. remember who says that it might be jessica i think Je- no jessica does say it and okay. it's funny because it's basically just left in the air is harlan a creep <laughs> it's not it's not really directly addressed <laughs> but it's mentioned in passing and i thought that was funny 
Yeah. Because I would I would say he's probably similar to the character from what's that rock and roll bo- book we read? Uh, Good Rockin' Tonight. Good Rockin' Tonight. Yeah, I remember this, the mm-hmm. guitar st- or the music store guy. He's probably uh, just a a weird guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that music store guys are a different breed. Some of them are creepy. Yes. I knew one that was creepy. He might have made a, a certain list of creeps in the town we're at. On a Google Blake is just rolling his eyes around. at being like more more to cut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm like not naming names, okay. but not all. Not I think music guy is a special brand of excited to share things, not uh, necessarily in a creepy way. You're right, right. They're like you. You have to hear this. Uh... Uh, I can't think of music, but Aerosmith. <laughs> you got to hear this new Aerosmith. <laughs> what if uh, in Garden State he put the headphones on her, but it was Aerosmith? It was loving an elevator. <laughs> yeah, it was literally loving an elevator. Dude, someone needs to make an edit of that. Living it up while I'm going down. It'll change your life. It it should have been Mambo number five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's got to be a video out there. <laughs> Oh, God. Okay. So, anyway, uh, so, uh, eventually, it's her first day at the Chronicle, and Kathy meets Danny and Jennifer, who are the other interns, and they get, like, this basic journalism speech straight from, like, a movie, right? Where right. she's like, there's no glamour here. It's all... We're doing we're doing the shoe work, the shoe leather uh, work out there. Uh. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not beautiful. No glamour. No glory. Um, so... In a chit-chat with Jennifer, Kathy suggests that... This is confusing what I wrote. I think it was kind of confusing in the book. Kathy suggests, hey, why don't you become friends with Danny? And Yeah, but this was, was, this was written in a confusing way. It was. So Kathy's... And then, okay, so then... Okay, so Jennifer and Danny are the two interns. And so whenever Kathy is talking to Jennifer, she suggests, hey, you know, you should become like friends with Danny. I think she means it like in a romantic way yes, or something. And then that's when Jennifer tells Kathy it would be a mistake to date Danny. So um, anyway, Kathy doesn't have her own car and she misses her bus. So Jennifer drives her home. And as she is, she's describing her very strict study routine, which is basically just nonstop studying. Yes. (laughs) All the time. Also, I got to point out that Kathy is excited because Jennifer drives a stick shift. <laughs> so, so not only is Jennifer a super smart tourist, but she drives a stick shift. So, so these are both like high achieving uh, young ladies. And mm-hmm. um, which one's Jennifer and which one's Kathy? <laughs> Kathy is the Leo. Jennifer is the Taurus. Why would you think that would help me? Um, Kathy's <laughs> Jennifer's the one that used to date Danny. <laughs> Yes, okay, Spoiler. that's what I thought. <laughs> I kept confused, yeah. like, just the names. I knew which character was which. Um, so, Kathy, J- Jennifer's telling her about her study habits, and Kathy's like, I can borrow some of these. You know, like, the strictness, mm-hmm. like, you get the impression that she was always the highest achieving girl at her school, right? But now uh, she she's seeing... Jennifer? So- yeah. No, uh, Kathy. Or Kathy. Kathy. Oh, okay. And now she's seeing Jennifer, who goes to the private school, right? Mm-hmm. And has all these much better like study habits and she doesn't like mess around with friendship and that kind yeah. of thing. And the Zodiac. <laughs> A social life. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I think that's also supposed to point out that Tauruses, like one of their traits is being very disciplined. Mm-hmm. 
I say it depends upon what you're you you want to accomplish because I think this Taurus is pretty pretty disciplined. Who? You. You. Oh. Not me. I'm not a Taurus. You're not a Taurus. Anyway, I think we that's Scorpios also what it's are sloppy. To point out. Um, so the girls have a Zodiac Club meeting at the mall at the Pizza Placer, and Jane, who is Kathy's little sister, tags along because she wants to be in the Zodiac Club to meet boys. This is an all-girl club. <laughs> uh. <laughs> and that's when horny Jessica says, any boys we find, we keep for ourselves. Me first. Right. <laughs> I love Jessica. She might be my favorite character. I think I might read that whole Virgo book if it just follows Jessica because I think, she's the best. I think that maybe what she means by to meet boys is to know which boys she should be trying to meet. Oh, so she can know what, who she's compatible with? Yeah, but I think she would be compatible with everyone. Okay. <laughs> um, and um, JL. Too many damn characters. Okay. JL's the one uh, that has the parties. Okay, JL is also the one who says, we didn't form this club to meet boys. We're dedicated to friendship, and that means girls together. Anyway. It's like the Babysitter's Club. All right, Gloria oh, Steinem. <laughs> JL is the one, because this is when the whole Zodiac Club meets Harlan, and that's when JL says, what do you think of Harlan? I never trust adults who try to be chummy. Chummy with kids, yeah. And yeah, someone says, so. he just likes kids. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> No, that's not what you want to hear. It's a good, it's a valid point to bring up. And someone also says enough. he's Southern or he's from the South. That's what they are. So he's just, he's just a Southern gentleman. <laughs> They're all nice. Oh yeah. Cause they decide Harlan is a Southern name, right? Yeah. What? Yeah. Because they're like, what kind of name is Harlan? They're just thinking of Harlan it's, County. <laughs> you know. Like, yeah. It's Southern. Yeah. Okay. I think um, of Harlan Ellison. Yeah. Not oh, some, yeah. yeah. Not who I think of as a gentleman. <laughs> so the girls are going to go store to store to explain the Starscope idea, right? So they're going to show these stores, these these sample Starscope charts, and they want the stores to contribute to the cost. I'm guessing of what paper and ink. Yeah, and in yeah, return, all that. Printer ink would not have been cheap then, right? <laughs> I mean, it's still yeah, not. Dot dot matrix. I think dot, you have uh, to buy like an ink ribbon. It probably took like five hours for them to print all this shit out. Remember how slow those printers were? I recall. Yeah. You know how much bullshit I I printed wasting my parents' resources when I was a kid? And... So you had a printer like that? Yes. By, we, yes. By the time we had a printer in our home, it was inkjet. And that's when I got in trouble for printing off like images of the, rock stars. Just... So all the, all the papers connected. And so I would yes. print like banners that were like six papers width long okay i remember do, doing that at church though for birthday parties yeah like we'd make banners out of that like yeah yeah and it, yeah. it looked like shit oh no one said it was pretty buddy meanwhile jessica on her printer pick uh printing out pictures of joel and benji madden to hang in her room <laughs> <laughs> that was not in the 90s thank glossy you. jpegs <laughs> <laughs> um so... so here's what i'll say as someone who gets a lot of people trying to sell me on ideas when they come in the store mm -hmm. like to to pitch me stuff crackpots the well not just the crackpots but like i mean like kids like hey would you do this this if a group of of teen girls tried to convince me to sponsor a downtown like horoscope thing i'm just saying uh i'll have to ask the manager <laughs> and hoping they never Whatever. return I know Josh. He would open his register wide and be like, go nuts, kids. <laughs> Sounds great. So 
Um, anyway, they're not very successful in their first attempt, and the store managers don't think that there's enough in it for them. So they're going to try again the next weekend, and Kathy is worried because she's starting to have a very strict schedule with her studies and, you know, being an intern for the paper. So at work, she's at work at the paper again, and Danny and Jennifer, they're all editing stories, I guess. And a, a, apparently there's just this huge stack of paper in front of them, and they're just pulling them out and editing. There's this much to print in this town like in this newspaper that they just have stacks and stacks of of stories to edit but maybe it's all busy work for the interns yeah the, these probably. are stories going in the paper yeah go crazy kids so um it's while they're all working that Jennifer reveals she's a Taurus and then she says but I don't know much about horoscopes I come from a scientific family <laughs> Um, Danny is also a Taurus and reveals that he and Jennifer used to date and it's obvious that Jennifer still likes him. Um, Kathy looks up her friendship compatibility with Tauruses and realizes that Taurus is one of the few signs that Leos have serious long-term friendships with. But when she looks up a Taurus and Taurus relationship, it's complicated. You know why? We're so bullheaded, the Tauruses. She also, Um, she also tells, uh, she tells Jennifer that, uh, Horses can be sensual. And Jennifer says, no comment. (laughs) We can be. Can be when they want to. Let me lick this microphone. Please don't. Okay, I won't. I don't want to lick it. Don't lick my mics. (laughs) So um, then our story is interrupted for a list of Zodiac work profiles. Josh, did you? I skipped these. I'm sorry. (laughs) I read mine and I kept. have to read them. I read mine and I kept going. Yeah, um, it's it's she's playing with like her program, I think, and she creates work profiles to find out like what how zodiacs work. And I wrote Torians. This is what I guess a Taurus work fri- profile. Torians are frequently outstanding workers and may exhibit admirable powers of concentration. Although they are good with details, they tend to be on the conservative side and aren't always adaptable. Conservative side, my ass. Uh, What's yours, Josh? Here's what it is: Capricorn people have great understanding and patience in their work. Their capacity for self-discipline, honesty, and stability drives them to be successful to whatever they do. Above all, respect is important. Yep. But yeah. there's nothing bad about you. That's you. Yeah. What's what's Blake's? What's uh what's SAG? I close it because I only have interest in myself as a narcissist. <laughs> Sagittarius are well suited to business, being capable workers and loyal to their employers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Okay, sorry. It's That's what I want them to think. <laughs> they don't like petty work detail. Rather, they prefer jobs with which which give plenty of scope for their expression and talent. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. The first part's not true, though. <laughs> uh, no, I'm a good little worker. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's smoking a J in the bathroom. <laughs> Taking 20-minute dumps while we're all going insane about the cash wrap at Barnes & Noble. I I make a... Boss makes a dollar, I make a dime. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. It's true. Okay, so now we switch to uh, Jennifer's um, point of view, I guess. And she's at home studying, and Danny calls. He wants to see her. He comes over, and she's very excited. Like she, She fixes her hair and puts on makeup very quickly. He's, he's does, does he want to get back together? That's that's kind yeah, of, like, yeah. Why is he coming over? So she goes over, and the first thing she does is kiss him. I can't remember the description of the kiss, but I remember it being kind of creepy. She kisses about, him. He kind of embraces her and goes along with it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but he he's kissed really back. There. Yeah, he does kiss back. Um, 
But he's really there about work. He wants to write a story and he needs to contact Adele, who is Jennifer's older sister, and he needs her phone number. And um, Jennifer gets mad because she's like, you came all the way across town just to ask for a phone number and then you let me kiss you. And he's like, I'm not crazy. Who wouldn't kiss you? So and she says, you skunk. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, that's when she decides that she's going to she declares a war. She's pissed. That she he, her studies were interrupted. Folks were going to war with the Tauruses. She ran downstairs to greet him, kissed him. He kissed her back. He doesn't want to get back together though. He just wants her sister's phone number. Yeah, what? I mean sometimes sometimes you go over to your ex's place, you kiss her, and you ask for her sister's number. <laughs> normal, it's just normal, normal occurrence. behavior. Yeah. Totally normal. Typical Leo. What so, is he? <laughs> Taurus. Oh, he's also a Taurus. Yeah, yes. that's why I can't keep up the Taurus trouble. That's the Taurus trouble. I can't keep track of this shit. <laughs> they need a, a little symbol by their names. They should. Okay, she, honestly, she should have those in in the book. Yeah, the little bull. Like I'm them. surprised there isn't. Right. I know. It would have been handy. Don't forget, Virgos are horny. That's all you need to know. Mm. Um. So, um, Kathy is getting ready to go to the mall because they're gonna try to sell the Starscope stuff to. Uh, the stores again, and she gets a phone call from the Collingwood Chronicle, and there is a missing child case, and they need the interns and the stringers to cover. Um, and she agrees to go to cover this case because she wants a damn byline. She wants a and, scoop. Yes, she does. And her friends are already there to pick her up, and she goes up to the car, and she's like, eh, I'm not coming today. Bye. I got, a, I got called into work. So um, I've, I've got to go do some research for the true crime podcast I'm going to launch. <laughs> this could be a serial. This could be a serial, guys. You have to understand. Yeah. So whenever she shows up on location, I don't know if I'm using the term, wherever she agreed to meet, um, Danny is not there, but Jennifer is. Um, apparently, his mother said he was out playing tennis, and that's why he missed she the couldn't call. relay the message. Yeah. yeah. Um, Kathy's mad because she could have skipped and not disappointed her friends, but Jennifer is super excited about the possible story and the scoop that they're going to get. And that's when Jennifer also thinks back to just a couple days ago when Danny sent her an apology letter and he had written that deep down, he really wanted to see her again and kiss her again, but Jennifer doesn't buy it. And then I wrote stubborn in all caps next to that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, What would his game be there? (laughs) You know, like, I don't know. I guess he's just trying to like smooth things over because he has to work with her and go to school with her. Yeah, but if he's looking for more smooches. I, I will say, most of the problems in this book are just lack of communication and poor communication. And they all could have been fixed with a couple of conversations. <laughs> it's true. I mean, isn't that the way it is for most of Ain't life? Ain't that the world, world, though? Yeah. <laughs> and it, and it. So the girls, Jennifer and Kathy, are assigned to uh, different patrol cars with cops. Um, and (laughs) Kathy interviews the cop she's with, and she has an idea that she's going to write a separate story. that's kind of like a human interest piece that she's going to follow the cop as they search for the child. And it's going to be a behind the scenes look at the cop on the job. And Um, then they, when she asks him officer Nivens and just hear this most your voice I can manage. Nobody wants to hear about me. (laughs) (laughs) No one cares about just just an old cop doing his job. <laughs> just a man on the beat. <laughs> um. So, uh, they the little girl is found, and 
Jennifer's kind of disappointed because <laughs> right. Jesus. she wanted a scoop, damn it. My story. Oh, no, she's alive. So uh, the girls, Kathy invites Jennifer to the mall to meet the Zodiac Club. But before they stop at a diner and um, she, Kathy tells Jennifer her idea about the cop story. But Jennifer also has her own scoop. She actually interviewed the missing girl's mother. She just found the address, went to that woman's house and interviewed her as they were waiting, like as her daughter's missing. Dang. Yeah, she snuck away Dark. from the officer and went to the mom's yeah. house. <laughs> the yeah. mom's like showing her pictures. <laughs> yeah. So this is like anyway, our just, what, like six of this kid being missing. Who knows? So anyway, they decide to work together on a story and they're going to start right away. So they've come. Kathy's completely forgotten about even showing up to the Zodiac Club to help them. So we go back to the Zodiac Club girls and they're at the Starscope table that they have set up to sell Starscopes. And it's pretty much deserted. I wrote they only sold 27. So I guess, hey, 27 people interested. That's not bad. That's not bad. Uh, I would kill for 27 patrons right now. <laughs> hey, we got some patrons. I know, but I'd kill for 27. <laughs> so uh, Danny randomly shows up at the mall and he's like, hey, buddy, he knows Will from camp. And uh, and this is how we know, because Will says, it's good to see you, my old camp buddy, <laughs> whenever he is greeting Danny. <laughs> it's, it's the way hello, you talk when hello, you're old camp. Camp chum. <laughs> it's a camp thing you wouldn't get it yeah. <laughs> so immediately jessica is horny for danny mm -hmm. um and it's from them that danny learns about the chronicle story they find out that he is the other intern and he is pissed that jennifer and kathy get to cover um this missing child story and so <laughs> jessica's trying to console danny and says kids get lost all the time find something better to write about <laughs> uh, what wait what yeah and then she also says right about the typical teenage girl between boyfriends like she's putting herself out there right like, right and then they suggest writing about the zodiac slash star scopes and danny starts giving them ideas to help maybe get them uh some more attention for their project or whatever like giveaways and that kind of thing here's what he says when he decides he's gonna write the story about the zodiac club um, when they're talking about it, he says, it's got everything. Pretty girls, local businesses. <laughs> the two things. The two things that everything. every wants. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Every paper is yeah. looking for two things. <laughs> Why don't they just have like a babes section in the newsleader? <laughs> the barstool like sport, like barstool sports. They need a smoke show of the day in the smoke. newsleader. <laughs> yeah, exactly. God. Uh, so we're back with Kathy and Jennifer and, uh, Kathy suggests that they go to JL's party and when they get there, they see Danny is there. What the fudge? Um, yeah, what the fudge? Yeah, why is upset. he, wh who is he with? He's with the Zodiac girls, the rest of them. No, I know. They're but all there hanging out. Who is out. he, yeah. quote, clasped together with? Oh, uh, I'm guessing Jessica, the you, horny one. Yeah, they're dancing. <laughs> yeah, they're dancing. Slow dancing. And... Jennifer takes that note out of her pocket that he had written her earlier, writes no thanks on it, and gives it to Jessica to give to Danny later. And as she's about to leave, um, she she hears their song start playing, and she turns around and Jessica and here's their and song dancing it, it, to it. It's a little something called Mamba Number Five. <laughs> Does it really not say what their song is? No. That's no, lazy. I don't like... This does not do pop culture references that are exist in the real world, right? 
No. Yeah. No, they don't even have any, really. No, they, they don't. Could, they could say something. That's really vague. Yeah. Mambo number five does say a little bit of Jessica in my mm-hmm. life. Danny's getting a little bit of Jessica that night, whether or not he wants it. <laughs> she's going to give it to him. He definitely uh, left that party with a lot of like cartoonish lipstick kisses all over his <laughs> face, like like uh, Dopey and Snow White. <laughs> yeah. uh, so uh, the girls, Kathy and Jennifer, spend their Saturday night writing their documentary style story. They're very proud of themselves. That's right. She says, are we geniuses? Yes. <laughs> and the next day, yes. the Zodiac Club is meeting at the mall again. But once again, Kathy has forgotten because she is so busy working on this story. This, the Zodiac Club is a full-time job, by the way. <laughs> yes, <laughs> is- it is, right? I hope you can put it on your extracurriculars for Harvard or else this is worthless. Um, Friendship is so- worthless. That's a quote from Jessica. I meant, sorry, that's not true. You guys know that. <laughs> I meant this damn club that's taking up your whole life. Okay. Are you talking about so, this podcast? <laughs> no. Yeah. Damn it. No. Uh, I'm talking about the Zodiac Club. So um, we cut to the girls at the mall on Sunday. I'm laughing damn, about Mikey. the idea of me trying to uh, turn in a, an application for a job and putting this podcast as my uh, as my, my primary employer and them checking it out and listening to it and being <coughs> like, uh, <laughs> mm, nah. this is me applying to be a teacher. Yeah, they should not. No one should listen to this that wants to hire me ever. Leave it off your LinkedIn. So the girls are there working and they have made hundreds in profits for Starscope. Hundreds, Joshua. In the 80s, in 1984. <laughs> Hundreds? You know how many Hundreds. He-Man toys you could buy with that? That's that's not going to even get you like one floppy disk, though. No. So at school the following day, Kathy is very consumed with studying her chemistry tests. She doesn't even see her friends greet her in the hall and just walks right on by. She's so in her own head. Yeah, it's very then- like cartoonish, like, hey, and she just like tunnel vision just is because she she hasn't studied and she knows she's going to fail this test she literally has like those equations just swirling around (laughs) her head (laughs) as she's walking by um so the friends decide that they're going to give her the cold shoulder since she gave them one and then will her beloved boyfriend even comes to her at lunch where she's studying and she tells him hey uh i need to study and he gets pissed um and they have an argument anyway the girls are back at work and they meet with mrs mead the editor to pitch the story and she rejects the story due to all their technicalities um but danny also is pitching a story about operation starscope and she's like you know what this this is intriguing and she says People love to read good stories about teenagers. <laughs> hey, this story has a couple of elements that I was looking for that theirs didn't. Theirs had an officer and a missing kid that got found. Yours had a local business and some pretty girls. <laughs> Guess what I'm going with. <laughs> Can you get pictures? We we need this. Yes. So Jennifer is pissed and she confronts Danny and they have a very competitive history. Um, and she flashes back to the big school dance. Um, and it was there for some reason that the Westminster Science Award winner, winner is announced at the big school dance. At the big dance, yeah. <laughs> yes. And they both were competing for this science award, and Jen, Jennifer won. And Danny 
basically starts drinking from a flask. I wrote, Danny gets trunk beers and starts avoiding her. <laughs> he, he runs and grabs a, a, a bucket of, of blood and he's going to do a carry to her. <laughs> he's like, this is just in case I didn't win. Yeah. But he does have a flask, I think, and is like drinking from it because he's just so distraught. He's just prepared losing. in case he does not win an award. Like normally, just yes. uh, just top-notch student doing perfect the second <laughs> someone else, another tourist defeats him. Yeah. It's a teen dance trope. Yeah, and this is when Jennifer thinks to herself, why can't he admire me, even if sometimes I am smarter than he is? Because <laughs> you're, you're a girl. Yeah, typical Taurus humility, though. <laughs> anyway. So uh, Jennifer starts reading about astrology. Oh, you know what? I wrote page 93, possible reading. That's the quote. Oops. That's the quote. Oh, that's the thing. What was that's the thing you underlined. What was it? Okay, I'll read it now. Okay, read it. Yeah. Kathy couldn't help wondering if the time would ever be right for Jennifer and Danny. Between me and Danny and Will, you have nothing but tourist trouble, Jennifer sighed. And then you wrote, <laughs> once again, titular line, lol. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Love to write LOL in the margins of books <laughs> and, at, for everything that makes me laugh. And she underlined it. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted Josh to really feel that. <laughs> I did. <laughs> right. Okay. So um, she, Jennifer goes to visit Kathy to get away, and Will comes by later, and he drops off an envelope, and he gives it to Jane, the little sister, and Jane gives it to Kathy, and it's an official summons from the Zodiac Club. <laughs> they want to have... <laughs> they they got a process. They got a process server to deliver this. Yeah, you've been served. It's an official summons from her club. They want to have a special meeting to kick Kathy out of the club. They're going to vote on it. <laughs> what if What if when I didn't read this on time and we had to switch the order of the episodes, you had sent uh, one of our friends over to deliver me a uh, a summons to come to <laughs> an Are You There pod? Come to Ox headquarters. <laughs> you are yeah. summoned. We're doing that next time. <laughs> <laughs> For disciplinary action. Oh, yeah. That's how we do it. Will have Adam deliver it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he needs he needs one delivered to his house. <laughs> Do I need to deliver something to Adam? He's in trouble. No, not really. I'm cutting that. Okay. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't think he listens anyway. He, he yeah, doesn't he, do anything. He does. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm cutting it all. Cutting it no, all. No, you got to leave it in because he would reference it if well, he heard it. We don't know if he listens. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is a friendship test. You're getting called out right now, Adam. If you do not respond to this within uh, uh -oh. 72 hours of when this is... Okay. Well, yeah. let, let's give him a little bit longer. If you don't respond to this within six months of this release... Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> yeah. yeah give, give him a few months okay. at least. I question okay. our friendship. Yeah, yeah. me too. Because guess who's listened to every single episode of Scramble Transmissions and watched the shows? This girl. Oh, I didn't watch the shows. I'm oh, not... you got to watch the shows, man. <laughs> I didn't watch the show for the one I was on. Wait, what? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I did. So just winged say. it. Winged it. Yeah, just I like, mean, yeah, whatever. Typical <laughs> Capricorn behavior. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, Kathy decides she's going to turn the tables. And whenever she goes to the meeting, she's going to propose Jennifer for membership. So at school, everyone is ignoring Kathy. And Jennifer starts scheming to get Kathy and Will back together because even Kath even Will is ignoring Kathy. So the scheme is the dumbest scheme ever. No, I love the scheme. Okay. I love the scheme. There's so the scheme is 
Jennifer's got a very uh, strict study schedule, right? Mm-hmm. So she tells her parents she's going to be at the library. And so does Kathy. So, but the girls are going to be out later than normal for this scheme. So they tell their parents they're going to be studying very late. And then they go to Will's when everyone is asleep. And so they act like Jennifer's car is stalled and she needs help. So she goes to Will's house. They stall, make sure they stall out near his house. She goes to his house and throws rocks at his window until he comes to the window. And she's like, hey, my car stalled. I need help. Come down here. So he goes down with Jennifer, walks to her car. And when he gets there, he sees Kathy in the car. Jennifer pulls a pistol, a water pistol on Mm -hmm. him. Let me clarify that. Yep. And she's like, basically says, this is filled with whiskey. (laughs) This is the part I love. I open my mouth. If you if you do not get in that car and talk to Kathy and sort shit out, I will spray you down with this whiskey, and then I will make sure to wake up your parents. She's gonna ring the doorbell back in the house. <laughs> yeah, wow. You will reek of whiskey, and your parents will catch you. Look, if you, when you put the two brainiest girls in the in the town together, this is the plot they 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 come up with. I love it. I mean, it's it's not, it's it's not bad. bad. <laughs> Technically, it's not bad, no. I mean, the, so, the whiskey squirt gun and waking up the parents, that is not bad. That's not bad. Yeah. My question the is, the rest how of does it is Jennifer stupid. <laughs> how does Jennifer know where Will lives? Kathy does. But he, oh, I guess that he doesn't, I don't know. I would be suspicious because I'd be like, wait, how do you, how does Jennifer know I live in this house? Oh, I see what if you're I saying. If I didn't see gotcha. Kathy with her, right? Yeah, away, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, maybe, maybe Will is super popular and everyone knows him. So. Yeah. Uh, so they make up and Kathy asks Will to talk to the rest of the Zodiac Club and Jennifer goes back home and her parents are awake and she is in big trouble, but she just makes up a bunch of lies. Yeah. <laughs> she feels guilty the whole time she's lying though. Yeah, she does. She, she just really keeps saying like, I'm getting further and further. Also, I got to tell you guys, tourists are not good liars. So anyway, are you? no, we're do not. you ever lie? I mean, I lie. I'm not, <laughs> I'm human. <laughs> But they're like little lies. Like I could never tell. Like they're like lies that you couldn't get away you, with, like a, 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 a interrogation if you killed someone. No, yeah, I wouldn't be able to get away with something like that. But I could get away with like a a little little lie to my like for example, my mom thought in high school that I never drank or smoked. All of our moms thought that. Okay, like literally <laughs> in every photo of me, I somehow lucked out, and whenever I was at parties, I'd be holding like a can of Diet Coke. But, like, in the background, there are, like, bottles of whiskey behind me. It's just yeah. I happen to be holding a soda. You see the camera come out, and you just yeah. you grab right. the nearest No, soda. that was just my chaser, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, like, I would come home reeking of cigarettes. I would, And too. I would be like, oh, Beth smokes. You know Beth smokes, Mom? Yeah, I would blame it on my friend's parents' house. I'd just be like, the house smells, man. You're just smelling their house. We, were at, we were at the bowling alley. That's what you have to say. Yeah. Oh, the, that's dude, a good one. Yeah. The Knicks of, I guess any bowling alley back in the day. Yeah. Back the in the day, Knicks yeah. of bowling alley was particularly foul. Yeah. Okay. Here's the kind of so, lie I cannot pull off. So uh, my car needs a safety inspection, which I'm going to do on Monday. So I my plates expired on the 31st, so it's five days now. If mm-hmm. I get pulled over by a cop, I can't. I would not be able to pull off faking like I didn't know without it being obvious that I knew. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So usually I've, cops 
Usually they wait a month, though, right? Before they pull you. I mean, that's all just things people are making up in their head. (laughs) You know, like. That's what I like to think. Um, Josh. I I think they'd probably let me go with a warning, but I would maybe. Who knows? But uh, in my head, I'm like, well, if I get pulled over, I'll just be like, oh, no, I thought it was this. But I know I can't. That lie will not sound convincing. So I'll just say, I know I'm going on Monday, man. (laughs) I'm turning into Cheech. (laughs) <laughs> here's a lie that's way easier that will get you out of it guaranteed put a blue lives matter sticker on <laughs> on your car not okay, a yeah. bad idea but yeah. they, they will not even pull you over yeah it's true these are not bad ideas guys. easy lies yeah. i'm gonna get a gigantic blue lives matter flag yeah. and just yeah it just there. fly it from the car hey, we yeah. saw a dude tonight still flying we saw, two we trump saw 2020 flags yeah it was on like 2020 a still well yeah. i mean it is still going to be. Uh, he's, I mean, he's getting reinstalled uh, in August. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is that a new QAnon thing? <laughs> it, he's saying it now. Oh. He's saying that he in On August. His blog? No, was... he he shut down his blog. He I gave know, us I'm he gave a speech he tonight in North Carolina, but but he he did one of those like hostage looking videos where he said <laughs> we're going to take back the White House maybe even sooner than some people think. But yeah, the new QAnon thing is. Well, not even QAnon. It's just like the My Pillow guy. We're gonna have a lawsuit, <laughs> and he's gonna be reinstated in August. Oh, they keep pushing yeah. the goalposts because we're this, right. They've this pushed is it like, tw- it, twenty times now. It's it, it it is the same kind of logic for those uh, rapture preachers who would pick a date, right? And they yeah. would say, "You will be raptured <laughs> by this point," I, and then uh, oh, next year we meant. Right now, I will put money on those people. Even post Trump's death, his apparent death in quotes, those people will still be saying that he'll come back. I'd bet on it. Well, I hope. Yeah. I hope so for the future of our country. And I say they'll they'll be saying of democracy. He'll come back in like a a Jesus Christ sense of coming back. Uh, that kind yes. of thing. Anyway, well, okay. sorry. Yeah, sorry for that segue. Shit. So where were we? Okay, so it is time for the. Zodiac Club meeting, and Jessica has a very official statement that she reads for Kathy, and it starts, I, Kathy Rosen, confess to conduct unbecoming a Zodiac member. Namely, I did willfully obstruct the natural completion of Project Starscope by neglecting to appear at the aforesaid project. Basically, they just have a, a, a there's a discourse about their friendship and putting friendship on trial. and That's my favorite part. So it's like, you're putting friendship on trial. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, want, I want Aaron Sorkin to take a pass on this screenplay and, and rewrite just the court scene, <laughs> like the, the interrogation scene, a 90-minute movie. A Them not yelling. a bad idea. Yeah. I want Jeff Daniels to star. <laughs> yeah. uh, and uh, anyway, after this long... Because there's the monologue of like, we used... Remember when we... we before we were friends, we were river kids, or we were hill kids. Now we're all friends. It's true. And I think that's all stuff from the earlier books, right? When the stars aligned or whatever that's called, yeah, the stars are united. Probably. And yeah. Aries rising. Right. Uh, but I, yeah, a lot of long speeches about, like, their friendship and what really matters and how can we control people's free time, you know, or obligations, and that kind of thing, because Kathy had to reprioritize some stuff. Anyway, I think and one girl. I think one Maya girl says, was like, "I had to cancel my piano lessons." Yeah, they were like, but you hate like, piano lessons. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you rat. <laughs> uh, that was funny. So anyway, at the end of the meeting, uh, Mara, not Maya. Maya. 
at the end of the meeting, um, Kathy suggests that Jennifer join the Zodiac Club because, hey, we don't have any Tauruses yet. We don't have a Taurus. That's right. So Jennifer and Kathy get a What is Oscar's uh, sign? When was he born? Oh, he is October. So he's a Libra. Do you know that for sure? Does that explain why he's being annoying right now? That is when I adopted him. So I'm going to say October. So probably back it up a couple Honestly, back it up probably to September. So he'd probably be like a Virgo. Horny. Horny. That's his problem. Yeah, Yeah, that's too (laughs) horny. Too horny to handle. That's why he won't shut up all the time. If you could translate it, it would just be like, I'm horny, I'm horny. (laughs) (laughs) If we got him one of those things, like, okay, we went to a friend's house recently, and she had um, was telling us about how there's a cat on Instagram that can talk and communicate (laughs) through these little, like, We gotta get a talking cat. So what you do is on these buttons, like you record like a phrase or something and your cat will hit it and will eventually learn to associate that phrase with allegedly, like a reward, right? Allegedly. So like if your cat, if like you have one that says treat, like the cat will hit it and hit it and learn, oh, and when you give him a treat, he will eventually associate it with treat or like pet, pet. And whenever he hits it, like you'll go pet him and he'll learn to associate that word with petting, right? Mm-hmm. And so our friend... Was demonst- Anyway, if we got that for Oscar, it would just we would just need one that said horny, and he would just hit it, and we would know, oh, okay. It, it, the translation would be him be saying, Daddy Horny Blake. <laughs> and we would just toss a stuffed animal to him and say, go for it, buddy. <laughs> <There's> <laughs> Close really, the door, give him some privacy. In all reality, he really only has one want, and it's pay attention to me and nothing else mm-hmm. for, for all time. That's the only button he would he's a very needy cat yeah typical virgo typical so uh anyway uh jennifer and kathy get a chance to rewrite an article for print and what's that article about what's this what's their big scoop about i can't remember what it's about turning used warehouses into condominiums (laughs) (laughs) the the article you dream of (laughs) it's a big gentrification what every young reporter wants i mean they should have rewritten it yeah, that of course. way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so anyway, um, afterwards, the girls are talking about the will plot together, and Danny overhears them out of context. So he basically just hears them talking about whiskey and <laughs> staying uh-huh. out late and blah, blah, blah. We were so, doing squirt gun shots all night. Um, Jennifer proudly tells Danny about their assignment, and he walks away. He's pissed. Later, Harlan takes the Zodiacs out to dinner to celebrate the success of Starscope. Can I, can I, can oh, I read sorry. the description of the success? Yes. Okay. This is the first part of that. The crowd around the computer capers store cheered as Will dramatically raised a fishbowl stuffed with cash above his head. <laughs> Starscope is a rousing success, he announced. Flashbulbs popped. Hold it again! Will repeated the gesture while the photographer snapped another picture. <laughs> a fishbowl stuffed with cash. Flash bulbs? Flash. What century, well, what century being, is this? Remember that... There's press everywhere, Blake. <laughs> yeah, remember. Is there a guy with a, a, a hat that with a thing sticking out? With a press out? card it in press, it? Press. Yeah. 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 Uh, There's also a, an undercover guy that cops out behind a curtain. <laughs> and he goes, what a scoop. <laughs> yep. Remember, this is what Danny's big scoop is for the paper. He's writing the story. So I guess he gets a photographer there to record it, that kind of stuff. Anyway. And when they're at dinner, anyway, when they're at the diner, um, Danny tells everyone that he wants to join the Zodiacs because 
he feels like he's being discriminated against as a man. Absolutely, men's rights. Okay, mm-hmm. so he is not joking. No. That's the thing. At first, you think he's just being... I thought he was at first kidding around. He is not. No. He's, he's saying, you're being sexist against men. <laughs> Miss, Miss Andrist. Yeah. Fine. How would how would Al Bundy feel if I tried to join No Ma'am? <laughs> right? Yes. Look, yeah. The Zodiac Club is a safe space for lady friends. And he, he he let well, a, Danny a has never had a door that he could not enter. You know, mm-hmm. like uh, <laughs> as a rich white dude, other than the time that he lost the Westminster Westminster Science Award to Jennifer. And he's going to take everything away that women took from him. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that women took from him by doing a better job than he did. <laughs> okay, so here's one of the things I have in my notes. Does anyone remember when the Alamo Draft House was having showings of Wonder Woman for women only? It was no, in I don't remember certain this. cities. Okay. okay. So there's this uh, Yes, there's vaguely. This, there's this dipshit conservative writer named Stephen Miller. Not that Stephen Miller. It's a guy who is not uh, not close to as clever as he thinks he is. Is he so, related? Wait, is he related to? Is it Brett Miller who writes for the New York Times? No, that's Brett no, Stevens. No, he's, Sorry, he's Sorry. not really. Oh no, no, no. It's not I him. got the name wrong. Sorry. No, this, anyway. this is just well, like an online kind of troll, like sub Ben Shapiro's Daily Wire kind of like. I'm so pleased with myself. So he <laughs> he bought a ticket because you you can buy a ticket, and he was like, I I just want to see the movie. I just want to see the movie. Uh, uh, so he bought a ticket to the one that was supposed to be for women and just kept making a big deal out of it. And when people were making fun of him, he would say, what's the problem? They, they sold me a ticket. I'm buying a ticket. If, if they kick me out, they're discriminating against me. What, and, are you just, what are you trying to prove exactly? Exactly. Like, what, what's your point, man? <laughs> His like, point is you cannot stop me from doing this, so I'm going to do it to be an asshole because what? And he went and watched it and no one cared. Like... <laughs> He got the I'm attention sure, he wanted. I'm sure but. all the girls and, and their moms are like, son of a bitch. Uh, I would <laughs> demand my money back if he were in there. Yeah. What what he wanted was someone to make a scene so he could uh, be an complain asshole. about it. Yeah. So yeah. he could videotape it and be like, send me money. I'm being a radical the, uh, Antifa women. And uh, yeah. yeah. All these feminazis at this women's only Wonder Woman screening are throwing their popcorn at me it's, and it's, being assholes. Th- being so that's mean. what I thought. So that is what Danny is essentially doing here is it's something that is created not for him and he has never had that feeling and he is angry about it and he has to be part of it because he goes full MRA in this yes. book. Like he gets, yes. I mean, let's keep going. But yeah, you might have taken better notes than I did on it. Oh, um, God, this book is long. We're almost done. Honestly, no, we're honest. almost done. Yeah. Oh, thank God. So um, I thought there was a whole the MRA girls- subplot. There, well, there is. is. <laughs> That's the okay. I know this came out of nowhere too, by the way. Yes, I was like, exactly. oh, we're wrapping shit up. Oh no, we're not. Great. Uh, um, so the girls are kind of debating it at the diner, and Abby is like, Well, it would change if we let boys in. And so they decide to hold a special meeting to vote. And then later, Danny confronts Kathy about his her escapades. Because remember, he overheard that conversation out of context, and he is worried that she's hurting Will. And that's when Kathy realizes that he overheard the conversation with Jen at work. And that's why he's acting so strange about this. 
Yeah. Um, and also, at some point, someone asked him about Jessica. Mm-hmm. And here's what he says. She's a nice kid, but how how annoying is it to be called a kid by someone your age? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, she's a nice kid and all, but... Okay. Yeah. So he starts running a campaign. Yes. To join the Zodiac Club. To join the Zodiac Club. So can I read this paragraph? Yes. Do it. So he keeps calling the girls and campaigning for himself. Yes. So he calls all going... the members of the club. Yeah. Uh, he's talking to Will. And he says, campaigning already? That's Will. I wanted Mara to hear it from me first. The first of the first call of many. I'm launching an all-out campaign. I have to do most of it by phone. But you, you lucky man, you're in school with these girls every day. What an opportunity. I'd have posters if I were you. Zodiacs unfair to males. Female chauvinists on the loose. Really hit them hard on the sexism angle. <laughs> call, it, call it reverse discrimination. They'll be afraid not to let you in the club. Danny, I don't want to do that. Too nasty? Too aggressive? Okay, we'll think of something milder, more suited to your temperament. <laughs> like, Will is not into this. <laughs> but no. Danny is like, listen, we are going to put these these, these say, reverse discrimination. Shut the fuck up, right. Danny. Right. You just want to yeah. be the girls' Zodiac Club. What? <laughs> I'm sure he was one of the guys who also made fun of them for liking Zodiacs or liking horoscopes, which happens constantly He's... throughout this book, by the what way. What does he want out of this? I don't know. Like he, you want, said, he just wants to be in he role. Wants every, he wants, all he the wants in because himself. he can't be in. Yes. 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 Yeah. So and there's something spaces. there with with uh, Jennifer. You know. Yes. Like this is her thing. Weird competition thing because she was yeah. nominated to join. Yeah. And I think that whenever he hears that, that's when he's like, "Oh, well, I want in. I'm a Taurus. You know. I've done. I've I done more in. for this club than her because I wrote True. the story. Yeah. And he came up with all those ideas to help yeah. Starscope. So anyway, um, Will also at that, whenever they're talking, I wrote, he clears up the escapade to to Danny because Danny was misunderstanding what was going on and that maybe tainted his the image of Jennifer, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so uh, Kathy goes over to Jennifer's. Jennifer is grounded because she confessed that she told her parents the truth about the other night and so she's grounded for a week. And um, Kathy tells Jennifer how Danny wants to be a Zodiac and all about how Danny misunderstood the escapade, but it's cleared up now. So I wrote, Danny runs an insane campaign. Um, He even calls a public phone at the school. Oh. Evil Knievel. That's just me making noise. I'm just making vroom, vroom noises (laughs) by myself. Sorry if that distracted you. No, you're good. Okay. <laughs> so Danny runs this campaign. Yeah, he's just, he's just calling like random payphones. He calls a payphone at the high school, and JL is the one who randomly answers, and he says, "Don't discriminate against men. Vote, vote <laughs> this guy rocks. for Zodiacs." Very it's mean funny to me because there's so many. Call- there's so many. He- gir- there's so many girls in this club that it, the 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 odds that if any girl in that school answers the phone, she's probably in the club. He doesn't even go to the school, and he is campaigning at their school. He's for met him them to join twice, right? <laughs> like two or three times. A few times, but yeah. for him to join this club that it seems like everyone kind of makes fun of anyway, and the club themselves are the ones who are voting on it, not the school. So why is he campaigning so hard at the school? When her hearts and minds, like if they reject right. him, they will be known as sexist all around school. Yeah. So anyway, he should have gone over their heads to the parents. Yeah. 
Well, anyway, so... Did you know your daughter is a chauvinist on the loose? (laughs) (laughs) No one wants that. Um, So... I'm calling ex-girlfriends... parents and saying that (laughs) (laughs) your daughter is a chauvinist Um, for uh leaving me yeah she did reverse discrimination on me uh not not nice um so kathy is back at work at the paper and she has a conversation with the with helen who is a receptionist uh there and they talk about rivalry and competition and pressure because of all these things that she's experiencing lately and she begins writing this like essay and she shows Helen her work and Helen's like, Hey, can I keep this? I think it's really good. And then Helen takes it to Mrs. Mead. So, um, the issue of the Chronicle comes out with the Starscope story. So all the girls at school are flipping through it. And, and Kathy... Jessica says, oh. she's excited to see it. And she says, I love fame. I love it. <laughs> 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 Typical. Uh, typical Virgo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, Kathy, whenever she's flipping through, Kathy sees that her piece is published in the editorial section. Do you remember what the piece was about? It was actually kind of, it just read like a teenage journal entry, if I remember correctly. It, yeah, it was not very good. It's it was about, not good. It's about friendship and it's basically what they're experiencing in this it's book. It's about like parents putting pressure on their children and how yeah, children feel yeah. about that and stuff like that. Um, so later on that day, her parents are congratulating her. Jane is like, we bought every issue that dad could find. Um, they have her autographing it. Yes. And Jennifer shows up at Kathy's house and her parents read her piece and ungrounded her because the piece was so moving for them. Wow. And she even brings a picture frame because she wants the article signed and they're going to hang it up. They're going to have a girl who's not even their daughter Sign this article, and they're gonna frame it and hang it up. <laughs> hey, can you can you can you sign this thing you wrote about how we put too much pressure on our daughter and we're ruining her life and, and <laughs> pushing her to the edge, and why she has no friends? Thanks. We realized we are terrible. Yes. So. <laughs> yes. So, um, and Jennifer also confesses that she wants to end her rivalry with Danny, and Kathy suggests that Jennifer challenge Danny to a tennis match, but lose the match. Because it's not the match that matters, it's the message that matters of her losing to this piece of shit man. The message is sometimes you have to hide your talent and mm-hmm. let men think they're better than you. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, like you. The, otherwise their their ego ego will not be able to handle it. It's <laughs> that true. is the that's the message of this book. Yes. Or the luckily, message that she's telling her. Yeah. Luckily Jennifer is bad at tennis. It's the one it's her one flaw. Right. <laughs> So they finally have this meeting. Uh, her other um, flaw is working too hard. What now? Her other, her other flaw is working too hard. Working True. too hard, caring too, too much. Smart, <laughs> yeah. Being too good of a kisser. Anyway. That's, uh, what, that's what I say in job interviews. Yeah, for weakness, I say too good of a kisser. <laughs> <laughs> that explains a lot. So, What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. That, well, that's why I work at a kissing booth. So, yeah, it does explain a lot. <laughs> that explains why I have this cold sore. <laughs> oh, gross. Just kidding. I don't have a cold sore. So, anyway, they finally have this meeting where they determine if Danny should join the Zodiac Club or if the Zodiac Club should remain only for girls. Um, and Will kind of casts the deciding vote where he says, you know what? I think the Zodiac should be your space. Like, it should be for women and girls and what you feel comfortable Ally. with. Ally. 
yeah. Yeah, no, he's, he steps up and he's like, I'm taking myself out of the competition. Mm-hmm. I'm gone. And yeah. leaves the room. Yeah. King. So they yep. decide to vote Jennifer in and keep the club girls only. And they're going to go call Jennifer and Danny in to tell them the news. But they're gone. They went to go play tennis. So Will and Kathy go to watch. And I wrote the, the cheesiest line in the book down. Um, everyone is watching how awful Jen is at the game. And uh, that's when Kathy oh, says, God. I remember. Will, there's only one score for this game. Love all. What? Do you not get it? Tennis, Blake. Tennis. I get, no, I get it. Tennis. I get it, but I don't like it. Okay. The, the, <laughs> I would say, uh, same line, uh, there's only one score for this game, double fault. <laughs> that was the, both both of those were taglines for- uh-huh. um, For battle, Sagittarius Serving? No, Battle of the Sexes. Oh. Remember that movie? Okay, sorry. <laughs> um, so uh, they do tell Jen that she's going to be in the club and no boys are allowed. And Danny says, hey, that's no problem. I'll be busy giving tennis lessons to this girl who sucks at tennis. Ha, ha, ha. Mm. Um, and then he suggests they all go to the diner. And Kathy says, no, let's go to Abby's and be with our friends because friendship matters. The end. Yeah. It, the thing that it took to cheer him up is just needing to know that he's better than her at something. Mm-hmm. Like that's the that's the ending, the happy ending. Yeah. Yeah. But- that will right. win a guy over. A yep. sense of superiority. Yep. Will melt him every time. So uh, <laughs> before we give our ratings, I'll give our rating on Goodreads. The rating out of six ratings. Oh, come on, people. <laughs> Three stars is the average rating. I brought I that down. It, I brought that I, down. <laughs> I, I gave it three on Goodreads, but it's like a 2.5. I give it 2.5 hooves. Yeah, I would have given it. I gave it two, but I'd give it two point five if that was. Yeah. Goodreads, give us half stars, man. Yeah, like, what's up really? with that? This Come is ridiculous. On. Don't make me write two point five in my review so I can clarify to people that it's obviously not a three star book, but it's not yeah. a two star book either. Goodreads, move it to it is a book about gaslighting. I did, I did write that in my review. It does teach boys how to gaslight. Yeah. Josh wrote. He's the only one who wrote an actual review, and he wrote. His review was a beginner's guide to gaslighting astrology girls. Nice, <laughs> so, good review. We need to um, get the conversation started on that. I, I, so I want to give a, a tell a quick story that I meant mm-hmm. to fig- put in here at some point about the mm-hmm. ambitious journalism student from Evangel. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, was it you? No, I was I was not ambitious. I was a journalism <laughs> student. But so the editor of the paper, it was her senior year. So the name of the paper, so the Evangel, Evangel used to be the Crusaders. They're changing it now because, right. as we've discussed, not great. Genocide. Um, yeah. <laughs> Oopsie. Um, hand up on that one. from the. <laughs> <laughs> so the name of the, the paper was The Lance. Okay. okay. And so there was, a, there, there was a parody paper called The Javelin that was kind of like, <laughs> an onion that would like come out like, I mean, it's like one like sheet of paper that was printed yeah. out. Um, it wasn't very funny, but kids would it was pass. the Babylon B baby. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. Of, of Evangel. <laughs> I'll say this. It was somewhere as in quality. It's better than Babylon B. Okay. But, so in a way that people did not like clamor for the Lance, people wanted those issues with the javelin because they wouldn't, 
mock people by name. <laughs> okay, <laughs> like, nice. They, they were gossipy rags. So the journalism student did an undercover investigation to find out who was writing it by oh. going into campus, getting campus security codes and stuff and checking the printers, uh, like printers and stuff. Like this could not be, I mean, it's evangelists. Yes. They can do whatever they want. Oh, so God. they went to press naming names of who did it. And they, she got the wrong guy. They just used his printer, like his printer password. He let them print it in his name and named the wrong guy. <laughs> Wait, so what happened? Did they get anyone kicked out or something? Uh, no, no. Like uh, right away, the guy was like, "Yeah, that wasn't me. I just." Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I think God. the guys that did it like came forward and were like, "Yeah, it was us." Uh, but that's the ultimate win is when you have humiliated the star of the right. journalism department for. Uh, I have the real the real villain is the advisor who let that go to print because he said, "Yeah, this is a good project for you." Right. This is this is newsworthy. So, uh, I don't know. I I mean, everyone likes a good story about teenagers, so or early twenty somethings. <laughs> yeah. Look, if you got pretty girls and you got bit local businesses, right. Yeah, but this was this was our Snowden story at Evangel. <laughs> <laughs> we got hacking. We got yeah. Anyway. Oh my god. Nice. I wish so, I could find that actual like the issue that that was in. <laughs> I hope her career was ruined forever. It it was very controversial if uh she was going to get kicked out of the journalism program for doing I terrible mean, it journalism. Seems like you should be, but I mean, she was about to graduate and had had a very good career. <laughs> like she was the editor of the paper. <laughs> and but that's what happens when you're too works. close to now the story. Now she writes listicles for Four One Seven Magazine. <laughs> now she works for Fox. She's the head writer for Tucker. Could be. I was gonna say BuzzFeed. Yeah, that's probably more. <laughs> oh, she went to uh, no, Gaw- Gawker. Day- yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but she's she the one was that only... broke the Hulk Hogan yeah, story. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say she was only in charge of doing the Gawker Stalker map. Uh, okay. Well, anyway, before should we go ahead and just say what our next book is? Yeah. What do we, we gave that uh, two hooves? Yeah, we both, two we both said two point five. Okay. Yeah. So our next book, it's not a teen book. It's. What? A Judy, it's a Judy Bloom book, though. Is Ooh. this Josh? Is this your first Judy Bloom book? This is my first Judy Bloom book. Okay, this is. It's called Wifey, and our guest. <laughs> Funny adults name. only. Adults only. Yeah, our guest for next week, Lacey Hopkins of Dream Girl, who are a really cool band. You should check them out. Didn't they used to be a band Requested... here in town, but then they moved? Yes. Traitorous, but good for them. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. A long time ago, I think it was like in their early days, whenever you and Mark were roommates, mm-hmm. I remember them coming to your house like after one of their shows and yeah. we were really drunk and I played cut copy from my phone and one of the band members was like, I love cut copy. And I couldn't even tell you who it was, but we were talking about how good Zonoscope is. I love that phone speaker. <laughs> blare it. Blare it. Blast that phone. I love the <laughs> Man, you hear that bass? Man, I so, will say this. I miss being at parties where people pull out a phone and playing a song really loud. <laughs> I That's one of the things I don't miss, uh, believe it or not. Uh, so, okay. Anyway, Lacey selected this book. So we will be discussing Wifey by Judy Bloom. And I've never read this. I've only read her teen books. I've never read her adult books. I'm so. told it's porn or something. I'm told it's kinky. It's kinky. 
I'm told it led to someone's David sexual Brent awakening. David Brent voice. Kinky. Oh so is this the author that did like Super Fudge? She did Super Fudge. I Tales can't... of Fourth Grade Nothing. Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. I can't... Okay, our titular author, and mm-hmm. she did a kink book. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I assume they're all kink. I, I haven't read any of them, so I assume they're all kink books. Super Fudge, Double Fudge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could do a lot of parody names right now. I'm not going to do it. Though. Thank you. Thank you. Because I'm, ge- I'm a gentleman. Thank you. I do appreciate that. Um, but if you want to hear Blake not be a gentleman, you should subscribe to our Patreon. Ooh. Uh, our... <laughs> I get bad. <laughs> we are posting bonus episodes um, on our Patreon. We just posted an episode where we discussed Urban Legends, the 1998 uh, teen classic. Thriller. Classic. I think it's called Urban Legend Singular, right? Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. the sequels, I think, have an S on them. There's Urban Legend's Final Cut. Final Cut, but yeah. We, and then there's Urban Legend Bloody Mary. Right. But we watched the first one. We watched right? the first one. Maybe one day we'll complete the trilogy, but not anytime soon, because our next bonus up will be about Fear, the Reese Witherspoon, Mark Wahlberg stalker flick that was brought to you by Bush. There were so many Bush songs on that soundtrack. Yes, it was a mostly Bush soundtrack. Yes. So can I should I tell them how they do it? There should be a link in the show notes for our Patreon if you want the bonus eps. Um, Patreon.com slash AuxAudio. A-U-X. You get the bonus stuff for all AuxAudio shows, including this one. That's right. And I also want to thank um, our first Patreon subscribers from Are You There Pod. Um, we decided that we're going to call them Unicorn Girls. <laughs> Uh, and it's not a gendered thing no matter not. who you are we're gonna call look you it's a state it's a state of mind man a horse girl is a state of mind a unicorn girl is a state of mind so i want to thank katie and sarah for subscribing to our patreon um and katie's even talking to us in our discord it's really fun so and all unicorn girls do get an invite to our discord for lively discussion of fear and other great films <laughs> And yeah. it, it, you, you're not allowed to read anything that was said before you got there. That right. That's, that's the, the rule. only yeah. rule is you can't yeah. look at what we said before. before. Yes. Yeah. So, um, if you're interested in that, there's also a link on our Instagram account at Are You There Pod. Um, you can also find us on Twitter. We are at Jimmy Goosebumps. And if you like us, don't forget to subscribe and rate and review. Get us those boosts boost us yeah that's all i've got does anyone else have anything this week before we close out uh i got no more evangel goss i am excited to talk about fear though i think blake is too yeah so. our next did we say that our next bonus episode will be the movie fear in yes. 96 mark Wahlberg, reese yeah. witherspoon in fact i'm going it's to off the josh is doing it yeah it's <laughs> off the fucking chain this blake, thing is blake is had you, never blake, seen it i haven't before. seen this in forever and now you're hyping it up too much Blake had it's never so seen it before. unhinged, yeah. Josh. It's, oh wait, I just remember the Ferris wheel scene. Okay, it's this, off this the rocks. damn. You know, it's a roller coaster. Dude. Roller, it's oh. a roller coaster, and I gotta say that. I'll, I'll save it for the. I'll save it for the up. You got it. I got a lot of thoughts on everything. I got a lot of thoughts too, and it was quite a journey I took last night with Blake. <laughs> it was. Fear. It was a regular emotional roller coaster. Yeah, yeah it's great. Um, but I think we're just trying to do horror movies uh, right now teen horror movies so if you have any suggestions yes you can subscribe to us uh to our patreon and, and slip them in our, our discord chat maybe patrons, there are some yeah patrons may suggest 
what we do. Yeah. But so. you got to sign up, folks. Yeah. So. And if you su- uh, oh. suggest, I don't know, uh, the runaway jury, um, <laughs> the client, uh, the Pelican Brief, any Grisham why you, movies. <laughs> why are you talking about Grisham? I don't know. I'm just trying to Look, mix it up. <laughs> we'll we do whatever only, you want. We can only do The Client because it stars the, Brad Renfro. The Gingerbread Man. <laughs> no. Uh, the, the Lincoln f- Lawyer. The Firm. <laughs> That's Yeah. Not- the Lincoln Lawyer's not a Grisham? No. No. That's Michael it's by Conley. A totally, yeah. It's a totally different series. Oh, he's basically the same Well, yeah, author. but it's a different series. All right. Okay. <gasps> I mean, right. if you want us to do Days and Confused, well, I watch Days and Confused for the nine millionth time. You okay. betcha. Well, right, sorry. But until Days next time. <laughs> All right, here we go. Until next time. See you later, horse girls. And unicorn girls. Wink. <laughs>